Excellent. So welcome everyone. My name is Robin Kennedy, and this is Governance Framework at PGIP Technology. A little bit about my background. I um, spent about the past 25 to 30 years in information technology in all kinds of different roles. And uh, before that, I spent about 12 years in the Marines. But the impetus for this talk tonight, and thank you for taking a Wednesday night to come see it, is a governance, establishing a govern, governance framework at PGIP Tech so that everyone sees the big picture and is all everyone is all on the same page as far as what our goals are and where we're headed. So I wanted to do things a little different tonight. I anticipated about you know 20 people at least, but let's just pretend that there are. So I'm going to ask questions throughout the, the um, few 19 slides that I have. And could you please reply yes with a one or no with a zero, since we're all binary type thinkers. So if everybody can hear me, please type a one. Excellent. So I'll be checking the chat window from time to time just to see if everyone um, can hear me and understands things. And if you have a question, because of um, issues that sometimes we have with sound and microphones, just put a question mark in the chat window. So let's get going. So the first thing that we're gonna cover is what is governance? So governance isn't something that we do in Washington DC, right? In IT, governance is actually leadership and organizational structures and processes that support an organization's strategies and objectives. So the key phrase here is supports the organization's strategies and objectives. Now, when we talk about that, what are the strategies and objectives of PGIP, um, um, PGIP uh, technology? Can anyone state those objectives? You don't have to, just can you? Yes or no? I know I couldn't. So what we want to do is take a look at what do we expect or what are we, what are our goals at PGIP Tech? And I think the first one Doc would say is growth and innovation. So we want an environment that's agile, we're lean, we're flexible, we can accept and manage the growth because every 10 to 12 weeks, a new set of interns comes in. So we have a lot of turnover. Um, we have a lot of of handoffs from one intern to another, from management teams to the intern level, we have a lot of handoffs. So we wanna make sure that we have the support and the structure in place to manage that growth and innovation. The next one is we wanna streamline processes and the organization to get efficiency and eliminate waste. So we want handoffs to be clean and efficient. We wanna protect our brand. So we're defining the journey, building trust, we believe in our purpose, we're all on the same page, we have fun in this internship and we stay positive. Perception of the internship and perception internally is powerful. So perception is everything. So I think the tagline for Purdue Global, we are Purdue, what we make moves the world forward, applies under the brand protection section. Next, we serve our customers. So we need to discover our internal and external customers' expectations and then exceed those expectations. So you are my customer. Every intern, every leader, every manager, doc, you are my customer. Alternately, I am their customer. 
So every time we interact internally in the internship or with anyone, we are interacting with our customers. So we want to find out what those expectations are because everyone's story is different and then exceed those expectations. And finally, the final goal or objective of the internship is to leverage resources for advanced learning. We have tons of resources here at PGIP Tech and um, tons of technology. So we wanna stretch our muscles and exercise courageous leadership and leverage everything that's available to us in this short time frame that we're here, 10 to 12 weeks, and make this experience what we want it to be and what it can be within the guardrails of the objectives that we set. Is everybody with me? Excellent, one, 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 perfect. So how do we do that? Well, we need to get our house in order. So I made the framework look like a house. So the roof over the top of us is the PGIP Tech Governance Framework roof. Under that roof, there are some guiding or driving standards and objectives. So the first line, standards and drivers, that's gonna be all the frameworks that are out there. There's so many technology and control frameworks in the market right now. If you work for the government, you probably you know, understand NIST, NIST 800-53, all the control objectives for securing an infrastructure. SANS, SANS Institute, they've laid out a framework of objectives. The ISO series, 2701-2, COBIT, Control Objectives for Information Technology, PCI, Payment Card Industry. So that line at the top are just some typical drivers. Now, currently, I am the head of cybersecurity risk management and awareness training at CarMax, which is a Fortune 100 firm. And for the 13th year, we're on the 100 best places to work. Yay. Um, and it truly is one of the best places I've ever been. And I've been at some big companies. And um, when I interviewed for this role a few years ago, I met with a CISO and she asked me a question that sealed the deal for me. She said, Robin, of all the frameworks, what do you think is the best? And I started talking with my hands because it was a phone interview and, and just thinking through all the frameworks. And I summed it up with, there is no one best. And that's the truth. There is no one best control framework in which to operate or governance framework. There are pieces of frameworks that can be used in different organizations, but your business drivers, your business goals, your objectives, your geolocation, the type of technology that you have, your customers, what type of company you are from, are you a financial institution or do you rescue dogs, right? So the business drivers are really going to dictate what type of framework you need in place, or the regulators are gonna do that for you. So while each one of those frameworks are great, we're only gonna take pieces of those where we need them because we're not a bank. So the next line of the business objectives in orange that I just um, talked about in the previous slide. And then what we're driven by is the requirement to secure the confidentiality, integrity, and availability of all the information, of your information, of personal information, of all of our customers' information. So combining those three drivers, what do we see next? So what's holding up the roof 
are the capabilities. So it's divided up into four pillars, governance, protect, detect, and respond. So people will ask me, well, Robin, you know, we're not a cybersecurity organization. We do IT systems. Great. Or we do web design for nonprofits. Great. That's a great department. But you still have to do governance activity. You still have to do protect activity. You still have to do detect activity and so on. So the four pillars that hold it up, while each one of the objectives within each pillar might be slightly different for your particular organization, still, it's going to be under the guise of the capability of governance, protect, detect, and respond. Okay, everybody with me so far? Can I get a yes? Excellent. One, 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 one. No question marks so far. So now what you see on the screen is how our departments overlay what I just explained. So uh, across all dimensions, each department is going to participate or have skin in the game with the other department's governance or the other department's protect, detect, or respond controls. So web is gonna need IT support. Systems is gonna need cyber. Leadership's gonna need cyber. Cyber's gonna need leadership. So it's all interconnected. So this is our house. So in the theme of, of March Madness, this is our house. So everything I've just explained is what our house looks like. And we need to manage, lead, and operate within this house. Use the same vernacular, the same um, types of controls, the same processes, and then we can operate more efficiently serve our customers, leverage our resources. So how do we do that? So what now? So how many people in the room with a one or a zero work in an IT department right now? How many interns? Are there any interns in the room? I mean, because I see a lot of leaders. <laughs> so, okay, so a zero from one person that do not work in an IT department. So, um, I'd hoped I'd have more interns because I wanted to talk about this won't be the only SWOT analysis you'll ever do. So for those of you who who have never done a SWOT, this is what it looks like. So what you do is you sit down with a bunch of stickies and and it's more fun if everybody has different color stickies and you you brainstorm what the strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats are in your organization. And this can help you determine, what the objectives are, what the controls are, and the things, the processes that you need to shore up your department. So we capitalize on the strengths, we invest in our opportunities, we shore up our weaknesses, and we identify and monitor the threats. So once we've done that in our house, we gather the data, we take feedback and get people, other people or other interns or other managers or our leadership expectations. We look for what our capabilities are and then what resources are at our fingertips. Do we have money? Is our brand at risk or could it enhance our brand? What assets do we have? What type of technology people and processes do we have? And then we conduct the SWOT. From the SWOT, we'll actually get projects that will enhance the governance, protect, detect, respond pillars. After we do that, after we do the SWOT and we find out in each department where the strengths are and the weaknesses and opportunities, 
Then we decide where are we, so we know from the SWOT, and then where do we want to be? And so what I've put together is a model to actually rate where we are versus where we want to be. So let's say we have a process around policies, right? So there's a, a new policy we want to create. And who does it? Well, I don't know who does it. Well, what format does it take? Well, I don't know. Well, who has to approve it? Well, I don't know. So where would that policy be or that process be in this maturity scale? The capability does not exist or it exists in limited form would be a zero. If it's ad hoc and informal, it would be a one. If it exists and supported by mechanisms but may not be fully mature or, or, or full in scope, that would be two, repeatable. If it's fully managed, if exists, and you drive consistent and meaningful impact throughout the entire organization so people can depend on it. It's established, you know what to do, I know what format to take, I know how to get it, um, how to get the policy approved and I know where the policy lives. And then I also know how I need to edit the policy or an exception to the policy if, if that needs to happen. That's managed. Measured in this example would be all of the above plus the ability to measure the ongoing risk or risk or performance of that policy. So I put a policy in place. I used everything in the well-managed um, processes or well-managed um, rating, but now I can measure the effectiveness of that policy. So if that were the case for this process, I'd rate it measured. Now the gold standard and the, the big gold star is optimized. So in order for a process to be optimized, it would have to have everything in zero through four, and there would have to be metrics, feedback, feedback that is actively leveraged. For example, there are changes made based on that feedback and that drive capability enhancement and integration. So it's an ongoing process. So any questions about the maturity criteria? Zero, 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 zero. Everybody's with me. Perfect. So using the SWOT, have the managers and um, different leadership positions do the SWOT. We'll sign a current maturity score. Then together with the other stakeholders, so that would be interns in some cases, managers in some cases, other types of leaders in some cases, we'll go through each one, each capability and assign a target maturity. And it would look something like this. So what you see on the left are the capabilities, right? The pillars that holds our house up, governance, protect, detect, and respond. And then you'll see the blue triangle and the black triangle on the right. The blue triangle is where we are today. And I just put them all at zero just for sake of, of, of this presentation. But we'll actually go through each capability based on the SWOT for each department and deci decide a current maturity. It could be zero, it could be one, it could be three. Then after we've done that, we'll look at it and say, okay, what's our target? Do we wanna be the gold standard? Do we wanna be a five? Should we even be a five? Does that even apply? Or should we aim for a three, well-managed? And we can live with that. And that's not a bad thing because the process is repeatable and it works. We're just not measuring it and optimizing on it, and that's fine.
So this is what the dashboard doc wanted will look like. So once we've done all that, then we create a focused plan. So we've done the SWOT. We've aligned projects and activities to increase our maturity in each capability or each domain. So we've, now we've got some projects. Some projects will be ongoing. Some will have a time box that might take a week, might take a couple weeks, might take the length of an internship, or might extend longer term from internship to internship, even on into next year. And then we come back to the same framework and we check periodically and update our maturity level. So if we were a zero or one before, we do some project activities, we might get up to a two or get up to a three in the matter of a few weeks. And that's great, that's what we're looking for. So how do we decide actually what to do first? Well, I think doing this process, we'll be able to, to find the low-hanging fruit very quickly. So keep using the um, policy example I just talked about. We need a, a really um, a tight process to write a policy, the format of the policy, how the policy gets uh, approved, and an implementation plan for the policy. So once we've established that process, then that is a repeatable, managed process over time. We need to do that very quickly. That is low-hanging fruit because we need um, good, solid, actionable policies in place very quickly. And then interns will know where to go and say, this is my access and identity management policy. This is my you know, perimeter uh, monitoring policy. This is the policy for doing whatever. So once we get the policy program established, we consider that low-hanging fruit. And then we accomplish that against the projects. So at the end of the day, we take a look at what are all the projects and what's the low-hanging fruit. Let's do those first. And another way to look at it is this cute little diagram, which is, does the project or the activity have high impact and take low effort or medium effort? Then that would be considered the low-hanging fruit. If it's low effort and low impact, it really makes no difference if we do it. So why would we have that project in the first place? If it's a ton of effort and very low impact, we're not going to get our bang for our buck out of the project, then it's really not worth doing. And then if it's high effort and high impact, we could put it in the maybe later bucket. Or let's move that out or make it a long-term project. Any questions about this chart or how we're going to get to a project list? Awesome. Zero, 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 zero. No questions. So everybody totally gets what I'm doing. So here's what we're going to do. So everything we've just done, we'll go through the SWOT. We'll develop the project list. We'll talk about the maturity level of each one of the processes and capabilities come up with the projects, prioritize the projects, and then we'll plan them, build what we need to build, run it, manage it, and optimize it in a cycle. So we'll use the same framework to conduct plan, build, run, manage, and optimize for every project and process that we do here. Now built into the plan, build, run, manage, and optimize cycle, are all of our business objectives. So we'll plan, build, and run business objectives that, I mean, projects that meet growth and innovation. 
operational efficiency, our goals around brand protection, serving our customers and leveraging resources for advanced learning. So this is how it all works together. So in summary, what we're gonna do is we're going to take our business processes or I mean our business objectives and evaluate our current state within the pillars of governance, protect, detect, and respond. We'll discover our strengths and weaknesses with the SWOT exercise. We'll determine what projects flush out from the SWOT results, and then we'll plan projects, build the capabilities, and run the company. The end. Any questions? Oh, Doc has a question. Yay! <laughs> yes. Um, oh, I'm trying to see with my. Yes, ma'am. We can't hear you, Doc. Is your mic off? Yes. Can you hear me now? We sure can. Okay, because the line is still on there, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> so where would be, I mean, I understand that every department can be working towards this. The problem with that is the inconsistency. So would you suggest that we start in one um, department or... Uh, have more of these meetings with leadership and government and mm -hmm. governance and then deploy it. Uh, because the problem, I, as far as projects, of course, that's kind of like my thing, but I understand and it just hit me that maybe one of the reasons why our interns seem to be so confused. Well, first of all, it's cloud technology, so that's new. But secondly, is because they get a project and they have no associated policy or anything to go with it. Like there's no, we say, hey, do this project. You know, we don't ask for any precursors, you know, to work out a SWAT with the manager or me or whoever. You know, we just say, do it. And there they are, you know, overwhelmed and not wanting to say they don't have a clue. So I'm thinking like, where would we, where would we actually start with the policies? Is that okay. on the leadership level or is that with the with the department? Well, to to clean up with what um, the policies I've received so far and what policies, I think between myself, Marjorie, you, and the other leaders that we can sort through what policies we have, what we don't have, and then fill in the gaps. And I think that can be done very quickly and it should be a separate exercise than this. And then that's the guidebook. That's how to be in this internship. That's how the policies are. Um, separately, when it comes to the SWAT about capabilities within a department. So the other thing I've observed in the past few weeks that I've been here is that within certain departments, um, managers and interns aren't really sure what framework to, to operate within. And so conducting the SWAT and what I thought would be the best way to do this 
is I made a one sheet on how to do a SWOT. And I can work with each manager to do it. And if they just, as best as they can, what they know within their departments today, get in their team meeting and do the SWOT. Okay, where are we? What are our strengths today? What are opportunities? And I'm sure we'll hear some of the same things for each and then hand it over to me by next week, right? And then give us some ideas also because people are invested in what they have a part in creating. And so have them send this to me by next Tuesday and I'll put it all together. And then what I'll come up with is this project list that we were talking about. So the projects will look like this, right? And then it'll spin off into like several projects, but we'll have a list of projects that each department will be working on at the same time. Meanwhile, myself, Marjorie, you, and, and um, James and the other leadership, what we'll do is we'll go through and make sure that we have the policies to prop up what the interns are doing with the SWAT. Did that answer your question? Yes, yeah, so we can, um, so next Monday's executive meeting, we can start on some of those things like bringing the policies to the meeting yep. and going, going through them. Because I also think our employee manual, you know, but that's a different thing. But, yep, I absolutely. Mean, all of that stuff is just really heavy weighted on, you know, what do we need out of that and what don't we need out of that? And yep. then from there, and I also would like to see, like you were saying, I think it's one of your slides back, but levels of projects, like some projects, um, as I've been doing my own evaluation of the internship, some projects and a uh, web does this, they, everyone starts on the same level unless they really show that they don't need to do that training. Right. You know, but if everyone starts on the same level accomplishing that, and then based on that, the managers can place people on different level projects, similar to what you had a few slides back. Sure. You know, maybe one that is heavier or maybe one that's easy or, yeah, you mm -hmm. know, from the low hanging fruit on up. Right. And all that. But, um, it's been my thing that we have these in place and then you can iterate, you can grow. Like right. if, if someone is advanced and they have, um, and they've done something because we have AWS and like I said, I go in there and to me, it's all flat files and encryption, you know, right. like you want to go in there. If that's going to be our house, we should go in there and we should have rooms that show activity, you know, be it database or I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't have to be Confluence, but something, a CMS, something inside of there other than just telling interns to go in there and load their weekly audit. And I think that's some of the discouragement. And so okay. trying to get out of that. Yeah. it. I mean, it's, I don't even like it. So I, yep. I, I you know, I couldn't put that on anyone else. So yep. those are the kinds of things that I'm looking forward to. So it's almost like a hot knife through butter. And then when new ideas come up, like say, oh, wow, why don't we do this? Or right. it's time to do that. Then it's exciting again. Right. The is exciting again because we're not trying to look for busy work on the lower levels. Agreed. We know how people are going to go. So uh, that's how I envision this and why I've been pushing it forward. So our first step, 
I would say next Monday. And I mean, I can send out an email to the leaders or Chris can send out whoever one of us will. Okay. Uh, uh, is to, uh, you know, come with your policies. Yep. And let us go over them and then uh, do a SWOT on them. And then from that point, we can maybe start, you know, coming up with some uh, levels of projects based on the, the capabilities, of course. Yep. And um, what I would like to do is get that SWAT um, one sheet exercise out to the managers and uh, have them take a stab at filling it out. Meanwhile, we're working on the policies and then I have by Tuesday from them um, the exercise they went through with their departments. That makes sense. I mean, can we do that? Where am I? Did I lose everyone? Nicholas. No, no. Um, sorry. Can you repeat the question? Okay. So, um, can you see my screen? Yes. Okay. So, what I want to do is send the the SWAT exercise to the department managers to Jim, who's here, and the other department managers, I'm not familiar with everybody yet, and have them circle up with their interns and go through this exercise. What are the strengths? What are we strong at today in our department? Where are our opportunities? Where are our weaknesses? And this is a conversation, right? So it's a, like electronic sticky notes. And then step two, have the managers with their team create a list of ideas, right? And this is how to do it. And then I put a link in the form that says it's an article. It's just about conducting a SWOT. It makes it kind of fun. It's very easy to do. And then ask them to email it to me by March 2nd. So man managers, um, April's, April 2nd? Did I do that? April. April 2nd. My bad. So, and then have the managers turn that around to me by April 2nd. And then I can consolidate everything that they, they determined and then start uh, making the list of projects against that dashboard. Did that help? Yes, and okay. um, <clears throat> Teresa does have a question too. Okay. Uh, but real quick, using this, um, it would also be a good idea for management, executive leadership to reflect how we're looking from top down, how yep. we see Perfect. things too. Yep. Um, which, as Doc said, would be a good idea for Monday to get together and mm -hmm. discuss what we see. We could do our SWAT on Monday. Yeah. Awesome. So, Chris, Christopher, can you, if I send you this Word document, can you get it out to the managers? Oh, for sure. Awesome. Thank you. Teresa had a question. Yeah, I just, um, I just want to make sure I understand exactly what we would be doing this SWAT on, um, such as, like. It, obviously, there's many aspects of the department, right? So, like, I mean, would we do it on just the department as a whole, or would mm -hmm. we do it?
based on the security of our websites? Department as a whole and how you operate. That's a great question. So this is all about governance. So how your de department operates. So your web team, are you web team? Yes, web and awesome. DD. Awesome. So you sit down with the um, interns and then talk about what are the strengths of our department? What are we good at? We're good at executing projects. We're good at building websites. Um, we're not so good at testing or we're not so good at blah, 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 whatever it is, right? Um, you might have some more in some and less than in others. So on, on your whole organization, not on the, the tactical, technical skills of, of, of building a website, but on how you operate and govern the department. Did that help? It did, but at the same time, it, it's it's like me, you know, like where I, you know, where I previously worked, asking a new a new employer, you know, they'd want us to ask new people, you know, how is the training? But yep. how can how can I ask them a question when they have no idea what it should be? You know what I mean? I do. That, that's that's that would be my only question on that. I mean. Yeah. I, I think it's, a, it, if nothing else, it's definitely a good conversation. I've gone through SWAT before and done SWAT, so so I'm familiar yeah. with it. And and I think it's really a good thing for, if nothing else, everybody to learn. It's almost like another, you know, the STAR method. Right. Yep. And also builds, um, you know, camaraderie and gives people an opportunity to to ask questions. I mean, I think more might come out of it from that aspect than actually discovering strengths and weaknesses, et cetera. I agree. I agree. And and perhaps can get uh, get myself good feedback too, you know, on what um, I can do better as far as governing, you know, yep. managing the department. Awesome. Oh, Christopher Henry, um, we came across that when we worked on the risk assessments. A lot of people never saw one and didn't know how to work it. Oh, I got some risk assessments for you. We haven't even gotten there yet. That's a Wednesday night topic. So Anthony, you have a question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, um, so I'm the manager of the IT systems department, awesome. which is essentially broken into two database mm -hmm. and network. Mm -hmm. Just not sure, you know, the level of awareness of SWAT that we're going to have enough time to get mm -hmm. it to you by April 2nd. You don't think um, so? Because really? I, I, I have my meeting tonight. Mm -hmm. So, in order for me to get all this information out to them, to start going over this i don't even know if we're gonna have enough time to get it out tonight to start working on it sure and then throughout the whole entire week um because I, I can't even get everybody to come tonight you know mm -hmm. i have people yeah. that just can't make it you know yep i understand so I just, that. i'm not sure christopher henry if i may make a suggestion on that what if um, you get with the group tonight and get something you know something that we can present um and this be our immediate hey we need to work on this and throughout the next week go ahead and continue to work on that and mm -hmm. building on this um that way robin has something to work with when we turn it in right and the next wednesday you can still you know, after you've built up the interns in your department and shown them, you know, stuff that we need, maybe they'll think more throughout the week as well. Yep. And we're talking about one document. So I don't expect that you would present 
the 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 presentation I just went through, right? Um, it takes narration, and I wrote it that way on purpose. Um, all we really need everyone to do is this one page that's on the screen right now, right? And go through it. And you're right, um, Teresa, they could view the recording at their leisure. But just talking through strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats, maybe people aren't going to know what the threats are, and that's fine. You might know as the manager, and we might know, or Christopher might know, or Doc might know what the threats are, the external factors that you have no control over. Maybe the intern's not going to know that, right? But they're going to know what they what the department is strong at now or where some opportunities are. They might only be able to fill out just one of these boxes. And that's okay too. But, you know, to Christopher's point, I just need something to start with. And we're going to go through many iterations of this. This is not a once and done thing. So once I create a list of projects, I'll come back and say, okay, here's the list of projects. And then I'll come back again. It's a living document, right? And the list of projects will be a living document too. I hope that helps. And I wanted to say to Anthony, do, do all of your interns have projects? They do. So that's a good thing. So, I mean, you could actually share your screen and type in <clears throat> whoever can come tonight. Just share your screen and say, let's talk about each project. Like, where do you think it's at? You know, what what you know, what are the strengths of your project? What are the weaknesses of your project? Is isn't that am I on the right track, everybody? Sure. And we just kind of yeah. back it's kind of like we're gonna back propagate on your end. So right. we're kind of doing things at the same time. There will be the top down that Chris talks about in the Monday meeting. But we will also be pulling from, it will help us with the perception our interns have of their work and their challenges. And it may give them an opportunity to say, well, I'm weak in this area because, you know, you know, some people went through that with the, the database. They, they were like, I need some more time to learn whatever Python or whatever you were working on. So it's just, like I said, doesn't have to be perfect. We just need nope. a place to start. Matter of fact, we if it was perfect, we'd be... I would be chat. I, I wouldn't believe it. <laughs> Our maturity level would be up around a five for all these, right? Because that's why we're doing it, Anthony. We're doing it to lessen the frustration that managers and all of us have been going through. So, as authentic as it can be, the better. All right, as long as I can get this by 10 p.m. Eastern. <laughs> She's going to send it to them. you as soon as we finish. Yep. And I might have to pop out because I have to teach in six minutes. But I just wanted to say, and I don't want you all to end because of me. I just wanted to say, yeah. um, I really, you know, just trust me on how necessary I know this is. And on the other side of it, as it starts to materialize and we start to see the order in it, we're all going to be happier. And it's not any individual's like anyone wants to feel like it's their fault or what they've been doing has not been good. What you have been doing has been great. But the reality is that we did a major thing in December and we still have not blown out. This is still not home. It's like if you move to a new physical house, how long do your boxes stay in the closet? And it's time for us now to start organizing that. So this, you know, we just got to AWS. I don't even fully understand it. And we all need to. 
enough so that we can manage our house. So that's the reason that I am pushing for um, for us to have this. And yep. if you, like I said, if you just trust me, on the other end of it, we'll all have much more fun here, and <laughs> a lot more projects we can focus on, and and things will be good. <laughs> that's right. We're storming, forming, and norming, right? Right. Exactly. Hey, uh, Doc, what do you think about um, Robin abridging this to, if you can, a two to five minute presentation and showing this again at AHOG? Yeah, I can do that. Well, I am A1 on that, and we can have another week of No Doc's Corner. <laughs> <laughs> so she'll take your spot. Because I am so focused on this. It's, you know, I'm, I'm waking up thinking about this internship. And that's yeah. not good. I usually wake up and do my meditations. So this is much more important than my, you know, my stunt speech or whatever I do every week. You know, so, yes, I would be very, very happy with that if, you know, Robin can do it. I can do it. Yeah, I can get it down to five minutes. That's a good exercise for me, too. Well, fantastic. Thank you. Okay, I'll talk to you guys later. Like I said, right. don't leave because of me. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you so much. You're welcome. <clears throat> now that I'm thinking about it also, did you get my uh, email about the AHOD uh, SOP? Are you talking to me? Yes, sorry. Are you talking to me? Um, I don't think I did. No, I did not. Oh, yes, I did. That was several back, and I had have had several conversations with Doc um, since then. And so um, it's a matter of accumulating all of it and holding on to it, right? And I got probably six other policies from other people. So instead of taking action on all of them right now, because the email Doc set out where, set, where she said, send all your policies to Robin, right? People started sending me policies and then they stopped working on the policies that they were doing. And I don't think that's what she meant, but uh, yeah, I did get your email. I'm looking back here now with, um, I guess, what was it called? The AHOD policy. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that with the other policies, I think will be the, in the policy inventory that we'll talk about on Monday. And then um, We'll again, we'll go through an exercise. Okay, what's low hanging fruit? What do we need? What's a lot of effort and with you know no gain? And prioritize which ones to do first. Yeah, and if you need any help writing anything out, I've got no problem. If you need a template, I got those. Yeah, I have a couple that um, I'd been working on with Jim. We were doing the the security awareness policy. And then I just wrote a policy framework, which is um, I'm going to have a Wednesday night. One of my Wednesday, Wednesday night chats is going to be about um, creating a policy, right? And a policy framework for this internship and the process behind getting a policy um, created and approved. And so I've already created that document and I guess we can just talk about it on Monday too. So it's really, you know, a, uh, how to um, govern and create policies at this internship. So it's the, the governing document, but I'll go through that Monday too. Okay. Sounds it's, good. Yeah. It's a lot of stuff that needs to get it. 
the house in order. And I love that she said that. And I think we're going to keep going with that analogy is to get our house in order. We have to have some sort of um, expected order, right? What does order look like? And so in this presentation, I just did this governance model, this governance framework is the order for this house. And so if everything we do is within this house and within this order, like she just said, I think we'll be good to go. And it's iterative. It's living. It's a living document. It's a living model. So um, we haven't had a solid foundation since I started. Well, I was in this internship three and a half years ago with Doc, and um, we didn't have any permanent personnel at the at the senior leadership level. We just had Doc and the VP and the director and the managers, everybody were interns. And I saw that as a big issue back then is because then you had very little consistency from, from class to class to class to class as people came in and out. So coming back to this and um, talking to her about what the internship needed was, I was glad to see that there was now consistent leadership at that level. And so that would live on beyond each each cycle of interns in and out, which is great. But there's been so much change, I think, too, in the past three years since I've been gone with AWS and the, the different types of models and, and then the popularity, you know, of the internship and then going from Kaplan to Purdue. I'm sure that was a transition. So... I think we're in the natural process of going through a transformation. And we could we could dub this really the transformation project. So we're in transformation right now. And we'll use this model as we transform and get the consistency we need. Yeah, Christopher, that was my time frame too. And Teresa Collins, I recognize you from back in the day. I think it was 2017 was when I was here. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think I recognize you from back then. So I think we're some old school in the in the house right now. Caleb, I know you got a question. Why are you being so quiet? Caleb. He's watching TV. <laughs> what I'll, about I'll speak for him. He's super quiet because he's super smart. <laughs> he also has a new kid that won't go to sleep at night. So yeah, yeah, he's a new dad. Yeah, he's shopping at Walmart <laughs> <laughs> online. So, what was everybody's overall impression of this presentation? I mean, how do you think that part of it will be viewed by the the uh, the interns as a whole on Saturday. Do you think it'll blow their mind? Do you think they'll be able to follow along? Uh, I think you're going to lose some people, but that's okay. I mean, it, this is fresh stuff to a lot of people. This is the first time I've ever seen anything like it. Okay. So uh, I'm pretty sure some people are going to look at it and go, what? But I mean, that's to be expected too. Okay. And then on the presentation, the pace, the content, anything I should change? 
honestly, in my opinion, I, I kept up with it, but I'm okay. not your average bear. <laughs> okay. Well, then what I'll do next is I will um, cut this thing down to be able to present at AHOD. And um, then we'll go from there and I'll send uh, Christopher Henry. Yep. I'll send you right now the department SWAT via email. And if you could get that out to, to managers, um, do you want me to write a little um, paragraph about what we need them to do? Yes, please. I think that would be really helpful. Okay. Christ, I, my chime stopped working. I was trying to answer you, Robin. <laughs> no, I was not shopping at Walmart. <laughs> but no, uh, seriously, though, I, I think it's good. Like, uh, I'm not sure who it was a minute ago that said that you might lose some people. It, it just might be a little bit about their head Yeah. Um, in terms of what, what they're going to, what we're looking for. Mm -hmm. But I think in the end, though, once we can gather the enough information, um, this will be good in putting us in the right direction we need to go. Right. Uh, as right. you said, we have no structure whatsoever. And much like you, back when I did my internship the first time back in 2015, everybody who was a department head was an intern, like you said. Yep. And they're coming and going. It, it, while it is, it's bad, but it's also good in another way too, because it gives the interns a chance to actually fill those roles. So you're not yeah. having somebody who's been there for forever and they don't have that chance. But but anyway, but the thing of it is though, is I think we're going in the right direction with this and we can kind of see where we have the holes. Um, so I'm interested to see what happens. I agree. Awesome. Well, if there's nothing else, I can let you guys get back to your Wednesday night. Yeah, sure thing. Thank you, ma'am. All right. Thank you. You, you want to stop the recording then?